And Colin, look, I'm not I'm not tiptoeing around this. I don't like snap judgments off of one game because that seems like it's an agenda, right? But I do think there's quite a few people, and I'm I'm one of them. I think Bobby's one of them who are definitely looking at the Tatum situation and wondering. And it's it's a really interesting. It's it's the number one conversation. It's the number one takeaway from tonight. Um, is Tatum's been trending in the wrong direction in terms of his style of play. Uh, at the beginning of the year, everybody said, what, Bobby? Like, Jalen's going to have to figure out how to get on board here. Everyone else has a role, and Tatum's going to be that guy, and he's going to get the ball, and he's going to get his. And the first 15 games or so, it kind of played out like that. And Brown was struggling to find where he wanted, what he wanted to do and how he was going to fit and how he was going to best affect the game with his talents. And I don't think it was, I think he, I think he was, I think he was searching for it. Um, now recently it's a total flip flop here and it seems like everybody's doing what they're supposed to be doing except for Tatum. And is so it as this simple as the post? It's like mean? it happened overnight after the two zero assist games. He just completely changed his approach. And, I, again, know, it's, I wrote Brown, about some of the stuff he was doing off the court uh, to work on it, but that's stuff he does generally. Uh, that's stuff he's been working on all year. So the way it changed overnight for him was pretty shocking this past week or two yeah. years. Yeah, it's um, it's shocking. Look, uh, hold on one second. Um, it is. It's Brown has completely changed since that graphic. He really yeah. has. It's not like he was playing. He wasn't playing poorly it's just he was he was searching for it he was forcing shots he was like all right my he was playing the okay it's my turn game instead of what does the game need what does the moment need and since then he really has been uh uh you know playing exactly the way you would want to see him play actually playing in ways i didn't necessarily think he was capable of doing um in at terms least of the play over a two week span in, in terms of playmaking, he has it in flashes, but he had he had several today. He had, you know, a couple of great ones. I mean, not only is he driving and dunking, I think he had four dunks tonight, but you know, uh, you know, just finding the right guys. I you know, there's one play, I can't remember what quarter it was, uh, where he, you know, kind of gets to the paint and then he just kind of one hand zings it to Hauser over in the corner when the defense had collapsed on him uh for a three there. Uh found that uh, on the break, a little bit of a hesitation, waited, as you mentioned, Porzingis to trail, flips it to Porzingis, who draws the foul there. Again, just a beautiful play. It was kind of a jammed up, crowded transition situation there, and he waited for it to develop. The old Jalen, not the old Jalen, but versions of Jalen we've seen, just goes charging right at it and then hopes for the best. And he had, I mean, he's playing with such patience and poise um, instead of just kind of rushing head first and, you know, I'm just faster and, you know, I can jump higher than everybody and let's just do that and figure it out. But the Tatum is a question because he's the one who, while the offense is going really well, will just stop it dead and then take a shot that doesn't need to be taken. You have moments where everything's working. The, the, they're, they're working the ball, getting good shots. Everyone's getting their hands on it. There's good movement. And then what the next possession, it goes to Tatum and he just – shoots a you know uh, 20 I still foot wonder why away. he keeps yeah I still wonder why he and keeps I don't, taking those I pull up three I don't 
I don't understand both the pull-ups and just the decision that like, all right, I'm just going to hold this one and get my shot. And I know that's what scorers have to do. But like, again, it's, it's that belief, Bobby, that like, I'll get mine eventually. I don't have to force the issue ever. You know, we said it at the beginning of the year, like this team and Tatum has said it. He's just not doing it all the time. This team will go farther if everybody does a little bit less. And I, I don't think he's fully embraced the less yet. Not not yeah. consistently enough. I know, right? It's easy for him to say. Remember, he was like, I, <laughs> any of us can come off the bench, but we knew it wasn't going to be him. And we knew in terms of ball time and shots and points, it wasn't going to be him sacrificing. And I think as much as he can say he'd be willing to do that, it's not going to happen here because of who he is. And rightfully so. I mean, he has the most gravity on this team. So there is going to be a significant amount of time where he's on the ball and he's going to have to embrace a little bit more of an up-tempo approach. And I, I saw someone talking about this earlier. I forget who it was, but Smart would kind of urge him to do that sometimes. Like he'd be, he'd push him along. He'd get him out on the move because he'd grab the ball and go. And it, you wonder if Brown can sort of push him in that direction a little bit, especially when they're both on the court, especially if you try to overlap their minutes a little bit more, which might be effective in that sense, because we've talked about it for a long time. Brown as frustrating as it could be with the turnovers and other things played with a little bit more of an urgency and a downhill direct attacking style than Tatum was, which sometimes was refreshing for this team. If things were really starting to seal up offensively, like they were last night in golden state, no shots were going down for them. Uh, So I love Brown's forcefulness offensively and to see him, I think I'm looking at the numbers here after tonight. I have to imagine over his last seven averaging five assists a game, just about and closer to one turnover per game. It's really cutting down on the turnovers for him. That's been the game changer here. Cause he's not going to have 10 assists a night, but if you can have that ratio be a little bit more balanced and still get your four or five assists per night within the flow of the offense, it's golden because as he's talked about, you want him being aggressive. You want him looking for a shot. That's what he's best at uh, not passing the ball over the court. But if you're limiting the mistakes, you're playing perfect basketball offensively if you're him. And that's what he's doing right now. Hitting free throws too, which is something that kind of made your head spin a little bit at times with him. So ground's been great. Tatum's going to have to adjust when he comes back. There's no way around it. They have to play more like this. Want to say thank you, Trevor, for the uh, for the contribution. We do appreciate it, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Holidays to you and everyone else out there. Um, I I think this is a fair point. I, look, you need players like the the greatest thing about players like Tatum and Brown, and honestly, you've, you're seeing it now from Porzingis is. Um, guys who can do stuff when everything else is going bad. You put the ball in their hands and they're essentially matchup proof. They can get your buckets when the game slows down. Sometimes you just need people who can make difficult shots uh, and they can do it and you absolutely need it. And you're right. You know, uh, it's, it's, you know, you can play one brand of basketball in the regular season. It's not going to be as it's, you won't necessarily be able to do it in um you know in the playoffs so yes of course Tatum is essential nobody's arguing that he's not it's just simply more a matter of you get more out of everyone else when you kind of buy into it because there's so many people who can do something in the past it was I mean how many seasons are recovering this team Bobby and it's like 
just give the ball to Tatum in the fourth quarter. Why is Marcus shooting? Why is this guy this? Why? This isn't that team this year. Do you have any problem with Derek White taking the last shot in regulation? No, and that's exactly where I was going to go. It's not about Brown or Tatum at this point. They need White in control more often. And it looked like they were doing that to start the year. But again, he's so willing to defer. And those guys are so ball dominant sometimes that he's just going to step to the side and do what he needs to in an ancillary role. But there's some nights like tonight. And when Tatum steps out of the lineup, I'm sure he was like, "Uh uh-uh. It's, I better grab that ball and go. And that's exactly what he did here. Pick and roll, maestro, never turns the ball over, throwing alley-oops to guys, making all the right decisions and being confident in his shot too. I mean, this guy is just perfect. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I, I, I do have to question comments like this. What do you guys, how do you guys think this works? Like you just praise everybody all the time when they're bad? <laughs> When people are playing well, you say they're playing well. When they're playing poorly, you say they're playing poorly. Or when they're doing stuff, that's how it works. Like I, It's like, are, are, were you supposed to say at the beginning of the season Jalen was playing his best basketball? What do you say when he actually does start playing his best basketball? These comments blow my mind. Yeah, Tatum, look, the Tatum numbers and the Brown numbers, Bobby, to start the year were ridiculous in terms of, lopsided towards Tatum they the the Celtics were up here with Tatum on the floor and down here when he was off it and when it was just and Brown's on off numbers were dreadful dreadful and they were last year all of last year too that's flipped that's flipped a lot um and it's and it's happened recently so yes there's a bit of a change here uh in terms of how they're playing within the kind of dynamic of the entire team. It, it is weird that it kind of changed. It's also kind of goes back to the compatibility conversation of like, can only what, you know, can, can only one of these guys thrive, you know, is it always an either or, you know, it's always comes down to splitting up the Jays is stupid. Probably, I guess you don't want to just get rid of good players, but it still kind of comes down to, can they both, get it at the same time. And I think people confuse getting it with they each got 30 tonight. So they both had good games. Can they both play those kind of complimentary style games at the same time? Yes. We've seen it happen. Can they do it consistently? It doesn't over come time? down to such yeah. little stuff. I, I'm so sick of hearing, Oh, you can't screen for each other. Cause it's just a switch to the same stuff. Just do something. that will be a little bit more involved in the same actions to play off each other, to pass yeah. each other, not just swing. Cause he's to your left. Or throw the ball ahead to him because he's on the move. In the half court, be a little bit more creative to get each other involved and get guys shots who might not be involved. Twitter did in the die, by the, the way. Twitter's Twitter's down right now. So the only the only information you're getting is here. <laughs> this is this is Twitter, baby. Get in the chat. It's it's pretty much the same thing. <laughs> we are Twitter. We're driving the conversation here, okay? So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. 
Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia, or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York.